0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, April 9th, 2022. I'm your host, Andy Vaughn, and with me,
2: as always, is Gordo. Hello!
1: Are you recovered, Gordon?
2: I am. I recovered a, a good weekend of picks, seen me through, so that was good.
1: Gordon missed last week's show after contracting the coronavirus. Um, who knows? What, do you know what variant it was?
2: No, no. I just felt like I had a just very cruel hangover for three days, uh, but without the fear part of it attached. That was the. That's quite nice.
1: Yeah, without the fear yeah,
2: part. The yeah. the fear okay. part is the wrong with the worst bits, but it's just like when you go to stand up and you're like, I've had twelve no, I've not. Um, it's a very odd set of sensations, um, but yeah, it was carried
1: yeah. through. Good, and uh, we're very glad to have you back. And we are also very glad to have back last week's guest, Dave Greenfield. How you doing, Dave? How no bad guys? How are you? Yeah, very well. We had a good week last week, Dave. Yeah, it wasn't I too bad one. I think it, I think it's fair to say over the course, it was a it was a pretty good week last week. Um, so let's dive into how last week went. Um, I started it off in Japan. Um, the J League season's really, really getting into the swing of things now, and I'm absolutely loving it. I took uh, the Kashima Antlers for a home win against Shimizu S Pulse. Uh, nice banker odds of, of better than one to two, odds of six to 11. Um, bit of a crazy game, actually. The Antlers were sent down to 10 men around the hour mark when the score was still nil nil. They went a goal down, and the 10 man Kashima Antlers battled back to win 2 1 in stoppage time and send my banker in. Um, not the way I thought I would get the banker in. But it's another win. It's another win for the Antlers, um, and another banker in. So good start to the week.
2: Yeah, uh, I followed that up with uh, Dortmund Leipzig um, at over 0.5 goals in the first half. This just keeps coming in. Like it's one to three again, um, and yeah, the, you know they were there was two goals in the first half. Didn't go the, the two goals the way I thought. I mean Dortmund took a, a batter in this game. Four one they lost at home, um, but that does not matter. First once the first goal came in interest in the game drastically dropped off uh, and I rolled on to Dave for the final leg of the banker
0: yeah so I had a uh, Sheffer Wednesday to make Wimbledon at 4-11 uh, to 11, which they did just about with, uh, he I think did Wimbledon. do this late yeah I think uh, it was a bit not as uh, comfortable as I was expecting but I think yeah, Wimbledon had that nice new manager bounce as we like to call it uh <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, no, uh, they managed to get the win with a 92nd minute winner to see us in for a Banker uh, treble.
1: That's brilliant because I think my Banker winner was 93rd minute. So <laughs> we're, we, we were cutting it fine, but we got there. Um, and I returned to the Banker treble. Always good to get the Banker treble in and we are doing very well at hitting them on a very regular basis. On to the value picks. I was I was also in Japan. I took Last year's stalwarts, Kawasaki Frontel at home to Serezzo Osaka. Uh, the home win at just under even money. Kawasaki got absolutely scudded. Um, Serezzo Osaka won this game 4 1. That was so a, that I woke is up a and serious seen That it. it was
2: 3 0 in the first half. And I was like, and because this the way this happened, our baseball awards night was on the Friday night, I believe. Mm. Uh, and this was Saturday morning. And I was like, Andy's not gonna see this till like midday. And it's going to wake up very unhappy. Oh, hey,
1: hey, hey. At midday, I was in a pizzeria uh, just off Leith Walk in Edinburgh for Dundee United Hibs.
2: So you got this You got this. This news <laughs> slightly earlier. Then.
1: I got the Oh, I saw the news early. Um, yeah. So I, I knew that Kawasaki weren't going to be the force they were last year. I mean, I even said that in the previous shows for the league. I still expect them to win at home to Toretto Ozaka but it does show you I think the challenge that they'll get this year from the Yokohama F Marinos and the Kashima Antlers will be really substantial um, and especially if they drop points at home in such a comprehensive manner this league's going to be tight this year um, so yeah my value pick did not come in this week but you know there's good news later
2: Um yeah, my, my value pick also didn't come in but lost in, in a wor- much worse fashion. I'd much rather have had losing four, been 3 nil down at half time because then there's no hope. Uh, this was Bastia Borgo versus Stad Briochan. Uh Nil nil at half time, uh, start of the second half, uh, Bastia Borgo got a man sent off, then Stad Briochan scored. And you're like, great. This is the ideal situation. You're 1 nil up and you're playing against 10 men and they conspired to lose the game 2 1. They could have lost it 3 1 right at the end as well. They did a goal chopped off. It was. So bad.
1: This was Friday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember I I, I it was the baseball, the Glasgow Baseball Association Awards night, and I'd been in the boozer like uh, with with the guys, hanging pretty hard. And I just remember being very flippant in the chat about this game. So apologies for that. <laughs> yeah,
2: I was like fucking bastard. I'm so annoyed. But I mean, with it, it, you can't lose to ten men after being one nil up, like. That's. I feel like that's the kind of bet they should like one of the other parameters they should pay out on, like down that's to the, ten and up the one.
1: That was the opposite of my banker.
2: Yeah, we so went
1: down to ten men and came back from one 0 down to win two one. So uh, maybe we just evened out the universe there. There was a bit of karma for the show.
2: We were. Um, we got that first, so that's that's fine. So yeah, no, no value for me, and that led on to Dave with show sweethearts, Chicago Fire.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's all brand us stuff with a. Value treble loss, but at least mine was a draw, yeah. And probably the most boring 0 nil draw you've ever had. I think Andy, you messaged us about 85 minutes into the game and was like, There's not been a single shot on target in this game, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's a standard uh nil 0 draw, but you know, this Chicago Fire still only conceded one goal this season, which uh, in terms of MLS football, is uh, pretty good, yeah. Watch the highlights on our uh, YouTube, and they have to fill a seven-minute highlight package to be able to put the highlights out. And the first, <laughs> the first two minutes of highlights was a, a throw-in, a pass that went out of play, and a shaft target, and that was like the first two minutes of highlights because they just couldn't put anything in to fill it.
1: <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! Uh, I mean, still, it's not a bad bet though because the whole reasoning behind it was the Chicago Fire at home and could grab a goal and win the goal. Yeah, that was the the whole thing. So you got how the game was going to go
0: pretty much. It's going to be evens at home. I'll I'll back them every time.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. And I think that's still a good pick and you're definitely on the right side of it. Um, On to the outsiders then. So all the bankers then, all the values failed. On to the outsiders. Mine was nice and early. One of the earliest picks for a weekend show. Friday at 11 a.m. in the Japanese J-League. For Avispa Fukuoka against Sagantosu, two teams that don't score and two teams that don't concede. This game ended nil-nil, outsider in. Like it was just it just went it perfectly. All- it just went it- perfectly. Uh, there was a bit of a scare in the second half where there was a goal I was what I had the game on, so I could I could see what was going on. Um and the, the Fuku, Fukuoka had the ball in the net, but it was offside. It was clearly offside. Was that um,
2: in the in the 90th minute? Was this the because uh, there was there was an incident in the 90th minute where one of the Cocola players caught the ball, dropped no, it, and no, it, it, it into the net as if it no, was no, like, no. and then was outraged at the referee for being like, Oh, we talking about like I, I, I controlled that?" And then the camera turned around. The referee was just like
1: no no it was earlier it was around the 70 minute mark that incident the ball didn't end up in the net the keeper actually ended up saving that but yeah a cross came in and the attacking player basically basket caught it
2: it. it
1: and then dropped it at his feet and took a shot it's like yeah you can't you can't do that so um that was a very boring nil nil game and but you know being on the draw at two to one i was delighted so another outsider in
2: Great result for Andy. I couldn't follow up in the outsider camp. Uh, I, I'd taken Sassolo to get a result away at Lazio. Um, they said 2-1 to Lazio. And 2-1, the scoreline itself flattered. They scored 90 plus four to make it 2-1. It wasn't as if they were fighting. But they did have more, more shots on target, more possession. Like, they, they you know, they, they they play Lazio at a pretty similar tempo. Um, they just, they couldn't, they, they only managed to score right at the end. Um, so, I mean... I, yeah, I, I, I'm not happy that I didn't get my outsider in, but it wasn't a complete blowout or anything. You know, Susilo did have plenty of the ball, which led us on to Dave.
0: Yeah, so I went for uh, Leeds at the absolute shite by odds of 13 to 10 for an outsider. <laughs> <Beware>. <laughs> I just really struggled last week with an outsider, but uh, yeah, they went 1-0 up for uh, Jack Harrison, but couldn't see What I mean, Ward Price scored a great free kick the the uh, second half, as he does quite often for Southampton, but not really much went on after that. I think Gellar had a chance in the last few minutes for Leeds, but it was a pretty uh, standard 1-1 draw.
1: One out of three outsiders, not too bad. Room for improvement, though, um, uh, in the coming week. On to the charity bet, uh, where we put £10 of our own money on a treble and the winnings go to charity. Um, we decided to do a bumper charity bet last week and Stake. 20 pounds and have two charities. Um, So, this was the pressure was on to do well in the charity picks. And I'd taken Airdrieonians away at East Fife, even money, a huge price, even money. Uh, And they comfortably won the game 2 0. So, delighted with that. Uh, It's a pick that Ennis Lang also posted in our Facebook group. Um, I think anyone that saw the odds and knows that league knows that Airdrie shouldn't be even money away at East Fife. Um, Not with so the that performances
2: was... they've been putting in but a, a, a great result that one. Yeah, um, That went on to I mean Dave do you want to go yours next since I'm, I'm do you want to do chronological order for charity?
0: Um, yeah I, mean, I think I've ended up kicking off at the same time <laughs> Mine was meant to be Saturday you night know, Mine was meant to be Oh sat
2: so I did so, Yeah yeah Apologies On you go Dave Yeah You started yes. so I'll let you finish <laughs> It
0: was meant to be Saturday night which was set. Uh, Saint-Etienne against Marseille and it was called off due to snow and it got moved to two o'clock on the Sunday but uh, luckily Marseille ran out 4 two winners they were uh, were one nil down and uh, they did get two nil down with a uh, but their second goal was fired off and uh, they managed to get a penalty right at the stoppage end of the first half and then they just took control of the game then in the second half ended up going uh, 4-1 up and it was a light goal from St. to uh, get it back to 4-2 uh, bit com- comfortable in the end uh, it wasn't when it was 1-0 and I was uh, screaming at waiting. him for being 1-0 down but
2: <laughs> yeah they did get an early payout so that you know that's, yeah, that, is a good, that is a good charity in there uh, which led me what was going to be the last game it turned out to kick off exactly <laughs> the same time as Dave's uh, West Ham Everton I took West Ham at the ridiculous odds of around even money I think they went off at of 4-5 to and yeah, just, like, Everton are so shit. Like, and uh, yeah, they are hopefully going to get relegated this season, to be honest, but um, yeah, West I, West, ca- West...
1: I can't see where... They've got a horrible running. I can't see where many points are coming from.
2: Well, they're drawing one each with Burnley, and they wear one down. down.
1: Right, two. but even yeah. then, they need to win those games because the rest of their running is really hard, and the way they're playing, they're not going to accumulate many points. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I mean, so but anyway, West Ham won this game 2-1. It was one each for about two minutes. Uh, West Ham went up 1-0 in the, the first half, then it was back to one each. And West Ham then just decided to. it was one of those ones where they never really get into, like, fifth gear. They just scored when they needed to and coasted out the rest of the game. So Charity Bet came in and went to two worthwhile causes, Andy.
1: Yeah, the Charity Win meant £20 turned into £151.20. So £75.60 to the Aston Villa Foundation in memory of Brian Greenfield. And the same again to the Prince and Princess of Wales Hospice in memory of Christine Sparks. So an excellent week for the charity bet. Let's do it again this week. Banker it's treble in, charity treble in. We hit an outsider. Overall, I'd say that was a good performance, lads. So well done. Now, those of us listening on the normal podcast channels, Amazon Music, uh, Google Podcasts, or Spotify or whatnot, you're about to hit the ad break. But for those that have signed up to the Trample Bet Club on Patreon, you shall get the middle section in our video podcast. Um, and you really should sign up to the Trample Bet Club in order to be able to watch the video podcast and see Dave wearing a beautiful Dundee United away <laughs> shirt. The, the purple, tangerine, and black effort from last year. What a treat that was when I signed into the call today. I did not know that you would own such a thing, such a thing of beauty.
0: <laughs> so, Liverpool, all to Oh, it's
1: wonderful. So, uh, www.patreon.com forward slash trample or just download the Patreon app on your phone and search trample bet. It's around six pounds a month uh, to be a member of the trample bet club. You get the video podcast, you get it as an early release. Uh, you get all the picks written down every week in a nice handy cheat sheet format, so you don't have to try and remember what was said. Um, and you also get loads of extra content shows as well. So Gordon and I this week have already released our US Masters show for the golf this weekend. So that starts on Thursday um, at Augusta National. And also our MLB 2022 season preview. So Major League Baseball begins again, again on Thursday. Um, and again okay, 160- It
2: begins on Thursday.
1: 162-game regular season, so we've done a show for that as well. So there's plenty of stuff over on Patreon. Um, and the final thing that you get is while everyone else hears an advert, we have an extended middle section of the show uh, longer than the advert, obviously. We have a, a wonderful editor, Gary Black, that uh, chops the show up and spices and dices it. So we have a an unlimited length conversation in the middle about picks that we like for the weekend that maybe didn't make the show uh, or things we like in other sports. So Patrons, you're about to hear that. Everyone else, we'll see you after the break.
3: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify?
1: And now on to this week's picks for the weekend of Saturday, April 9th, 2022. Um, We've been on a good run recently and we're hoping that that continues. As usual, first up, the banker bets. Um, I'm staying very close to home. I'm in the English Premier League Saturday at 3pm for Southampton versus Chelsea. Um, Southampton are in a bad run of form just now. They're 12th in the league with 36 points from 30 matches. But they've only managed four points from their last five games. Chelsea are third in the league, 59 points from 29 matches. But they're also third in the five-game form table with 12 points from the last five games. They've won their last seven away games in a row. And I just can't see them getting beat here. So I'm going to take them on the double chance. So that's Chelsea to win or draw. At very bankery odds of one to four, quite big. I don't know what you guys think about that. Dave, what
0: would you... Um, yeah. That's I've, all right. To be honest, I think they'll play better without fans, because obviously they can't have fans at away games, can they? Mm. But um, I think they take their minds off it. They don't have any fans going on, but I don't know. If they're going to walk to Southampton, have that, because they can't afford the
3: travel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, and that you know, even, I just can't see them not... I can't no. see them losing. Like, no, it, I, I think a freak, I think a freak result would be a draw, and and you know the one to four covers the draw. So, yeah, I'm I i, I, I could not find anything I really liked in the way of a banker win, but this banker double chance I think is okay.
2: Okay, but I, I like I like to, I mean they're two 2-0 down to Real Madrid just now at halftime. Um, That's different, but that doesn't that doesn't affect this really. Like, uh, um, but yeah, so, I mean I like, I like like the pick in there. Uh, for my banker, I will spend almost no time in this. Uh, Stuttgart versus Dortmund, uh, I'm taking over 0.5 goals in the first half. These are the last five results between Stuttgart and Dortmund. 2-3, 4-0, 2-1, 3-0, 1-3. It happens all the time. Stuttgart can't defend. Uh, uh, you know they, They've won games 3-2. They've lost games 3-2. In fact, four of their last five games have ended 3-2. Um, so yeah, Dortmund uh, should score in the first half. And if they don't, Stuttgart certainly will. One to three. Dave? And
1: that's a that's a Friday evening game, just so that people know.
2: Yeah, I mean, that, that's to be expected when I'm I'm, I'm peck- picking things. Friday evening's my <laughs> spiritual home. Um, so,
0: yes. When it's when you're in Aldi, isn't it? It
2: is. Yes. You know, it's game <laughs> slightly later, mate. Game slightly later. I'll be back. <laughs> okay, Dave, what you got for
0: yours then? Uh, so I'm visiting an old friend and I'm in the uh, English National League Saturday at 3pm. It's uh, Wrexham against Eastleigh. I'm going to type Wrexham here at 1-3. to three. So Re- Wrexham are up to second now, 71 points. Uh, Eastleigh in 18th on 40 points. Wrexham sits second in the form table. Applied last night, beat Barnett 6-0. Uh, Barnet a lot 60 6 deep, So they're only a couple of places above Eastleigh, like around the same sort of level. Uh Wrexham won the FA Trophy last weekend, 2-0, which is the non-league FA Cup, basically. Uh, they've not lost in the league since the 5th of Feb. Won 10 games, drawing one. The, the, a couple of weeks ago, they were playing uh, Dover. They were 5-2 down. and ended up winning the game 6-5. <laughs> so, uh, I saw
1: I saw I'm sure I saw uh, tweets about that. From their yeah. owner,
0: their new owners, yeah, yeah. So they've got some fire in them, and uh, also Wrexham Re- have not lost to Eastleigh since 2015, and they won the reserve fi- fixture two 0 this season. So I think they're on the march of uh, going up, being promoted to the football league. So
1: now, there's I mean. a bank, there's a proper banker. I like that <laughs> a lot. One in three, no messing. Sounds wonderful. You combine the three picks. Um, from the English Premier League, from from France, and then from the the non-league, you get 1.05 to 1. So slightly better than even money for the threes of treble. And I think that sounds pretty good. Uh We've been hitting a lot of banker trebles, so hopefully that's another one in the bag. On to the value picks. I'm staying in the English Premier League. uh, Saturday, the early game, so 12.30 for Everton v Man United. And Gordon sort of hit the nail on the head with his recap of last week and saying that Everton are just really really bad they're on a horrendous slide it, the future does not look bright for them 7th in the league just one place and 3 points above the relegation zone recently been demolished 4-0 by crystal palace and beaten 2-1 by west ham um in Gordon's charity slot last week they've only taken 3 points from the last 5 matches now Man United aren't brilliant, and um, we know that they're they're struggling a bit. But this is the perfect game for them to get some momentum and to get some points on the board. Man Utd are the fifth best performing team away from home in the league, and they've won the last twice that they've come through uh, to Goodison Road. So um, results of three one and 0 um, to get a result again, so a Man United win is three to four. It's a bet against Everton.
2: It's a bit against it's uh, two teams that uh, I consider. You know, not, I've
1: not been. gone looking. I've not gone looking on uh, on Bet three six five searching for Manchester United. There, I've been searching for Everton. Yeah, who's Everton <laughs> playing this weekend?
2: Who's <laughs> Everton playing, and are they going to lose again?
1: Yes, probably.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I like the pick in there. I'm I'm staying with uh, clubs in similar situations. Uh, this is a bit of a weird one. This is Mallorca versus Atletico Madrid. Um, and I'm going to be taking Atletico Madrid away from home here at 9-10, to 10, so almost even money. Um, bit of inverse in the league, third versus third bottom. Um, Mallorca have lost their last uh, seven games on the spin. They've lost against good opposition, they've lost against bad opposition, they've lost against everyone they've played in the last seven. Atletico Madrid, they're away form. They've won four out of the last five with the only loss coming at Man City last night. Um, you know, the, the and uh, against Barcelona was the last kind of league loss they had, and Barcelona have really turned their, their thing round. Um athletical we did tend to grind out results. They didn't waste any time last night uh, by trying to shoot. They'd no interest in scoring uh last night. But I think they'll they'll have, this weekend they'll they'll make amends for that. I mean, they're in the title race in Spain's a bit odd at the moment. Real Madrid are, are way ahead, 69 points, but then there's three teams on 57 points. Um, so that's Barcelona, Atletico Madrid and Sevilla um, And they're all in the Champions League spots Betis can still catch them Real Sociedad can still catch them uh, You know, they need to be winning games And I think that's the perfect place for them to go You know, they are They're a much better team than Mallorca And I think even money for them It's even money because they played midweek That's it That's the only reason why you're getting this price on it So I'll be taking Atletico Madrid away at Mallorca Dave, what you got?
0: Right, So uh, there is a reason why I'm wearing this shirt. And that's uh, (laughs) my value pick. It's it's the Dundee derby, the Scottish Premiership at three o'clock. And uh, I'll be taking Andy's beloved Dundee United at 11 to 10, which I think is really good odds. So Dundee sitting fourth at the minute, 40 points. Dundee bottom of the league with 24 points. Uh, Dundee bang in the middle of the Dundee United, sorry, bang in the middle of the form tables in sixth. Six points from the last five, whereas Dundee sitting 11th, only taking three points from five. Uh, Dundee also bottom of the away form table, only taking nine points from 15. Uh, Dundee United are uh, unbeaten in the last five games versus Dundee, two draws and three wins. So I think uh, Dundee, you know, I've actually got. Uh, if you fancy Dundee, i an under two point five goals. You can get three to one for that because I can't say I can't imagine that there's going to be a lot of goals. Now you say it... that,
1: but we've beaten them six one a couple of times in recent years, just out of fucking nowhere, <laughs> right. like literally out of nowhere. Like there, there's no rhyme or reason to it. We've managed to do it twice.
0: Um, Was that before you had a hairdresser playing up front there? Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> but we've got Tony Watt. Um, goals
1: can come from the midfield, but you're right, our strike force isn't formidable. Our two main strikers, Mark McNulty and Nicky Clark, do not score goals, which is not really what you want from strikers. Uh, but we should have more than enough to beat Dundee. Yeah. Um, I, I like the pick. I just wouldn't make it myself because it's my team. Well, you know? yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah. No, I, I love it. It's, and it's I a, love good, it's this a good pick in there. It's a good pick. So, the value treble then um, combines the odds of 6.01 to 1. Six to 1. Like it. On to our outsider picks, then, where we try and find something for those of you that like um, the large odds. And my outsider's Sunday at 7 a.m. in the Japanese J League. And I'm really surprised that this is even an outsider pick. It's the Kashima Antlers versus the Yokohama F. Marinos. And the home team top-of-the-league Kashima Antlers are 17-10 to 10 to win this game. Uh, they should be favourites. Like, There's absolutely no question that they should be favourites to win this game, and they're not. Um, they've got 18 points from seven games, so that's six wins out of seven. Their only defeat being away at Kawasaki Frontale. everything else, they've won. Uh, Yokama have 15 points, so they're three points back, but they've played nine matches, so two games more. Amazingly, Of the 15 points that Yokohama have, only one of them has come away from home. So they're not traveling very well this campaign. They're going to a top-of-the-league team that have won all their matches by one. Um, Also, the last five times the sides have played each other, Kashima have won them all. So the Antlers have won this fixture the last five times it's happened by a combined scoreline of 18-8. to I'm not saying Kashima are definitely going to win this game, right? They're two good sides, but there's no way that Kashima should be 17 to 10 at home. It's mad. It's, it's, it's a bad. The bookies have done a bad price, uh, a bad job at pricing this up. Um, so I've done up. a bad price. The
2: bookies have done a <laughs> they bad <have>. price. They've, <laughs> done a, they've done a bad price.
1: 17, 17 to 10, the value is with the punter here. Um, So I I really like the Kishima Antlers for a home win at at those odds.
2: See those Antler boys get a win. Um, Alan, more traditional uh, areas for us, or for me personally. Uh, Same area as last week's uh, Outsider that didn't win. But this week, I'm going to turn it around. This is uh, Inter versus Verona, and I'm going to be taking the X2 line here. So basically Verona to get something out of this game. Um, Inter, in their last few games, in their last few home games have struggled. Uh, they drew one each with Fiorentina. They gave Salah Derrera a 5-0 doing. That's fine. They're bottom the league. They're not very good at football. Uh, they lost to Sassuolo. Uh, they obviously lost to Liverpool in there. They lost to AC Milan. Um, <clears throat> before that, they um, they drew at Empoli. They drew at Juve in the cup. Um, so, you know, they're home for, they, they're the best home team in the league, but that's coming from the fact that, that they started the season by winning almost every game they played. Um, Verona's away form is pretty uh, is pretty decent certainly for this. But the last three game, the last five games away from home, have been one win, three draws, and a two 0 loss to Juventus in there. But even their games where they've been losing, so they lost to Napoli when they played. Napoli came to Verona and they lost two uh, one. It's very narrow defeats, um, and you know they're, they're a team who defend really well they're nowhere near out of the, the challenge for, for getting into the European spots. They've got 45 points and Lazio sitting sixth um, with 52. So there's seven points between them and, and getting in there. they still got a reasonable chance of, you know, getting around and, and doing some damage to that area. Anyway, um, Verona, I think, can get something out of this game. And at two to one, I think that's a, a slight overpriced for that. Um, the only other thing I want to reference in this game is that I am certain that Joey's secretly writing for Flashscore because have you ever seen the things that Flashscore write for previous games? Now, for the Verona-Napoli game, which is one of the ones I referenced, the headline for it, so this was uh, Verona versus Napoli. They lost 2-1, which was, Hallelujah, it's it's raining Ozimen goals because Victor (laughs) Ozimen plays with Napoli, right? And I was like, I'm sure fucking Joey said that in our chat. Um, That he's out there. Uh, that that was that, but I, I mean, I think Verona have got the, the ability to get something out of this game, and I think hopefully they will. So that's two to one for the double chance. Dave, what have you got for outsiders this week?
0: Right. So after my short bag outsider last week, <laughs> uh, we're getting a bit better this week. So uh, we've got West Brom against Stoke in the uh, English Championship at three pm, and I'm going to take Stoke and under two point five goals at seven to one. So,
1: wow. I'll race. start this off.
0: Yeah, I'll start this off by saying Stoke's away form is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> right, good <laughs> opening <laughs> yeah, gambit. Yeah, yeah, they haven't been they haven't been great lately away from home at all. But uh, West Brom are in twelfth on fifty four points. Stoke have gone down to fifteenth after losing to Reading last night on fifty two uh, on fifty two points. Then two points between them before last night, over the last five games, they have got an identical, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Sorry. An identical uh, form. Sorry. So they have got eight points. They've both scored seven and they've both conceded five. Uh, Stoke have won the, before last night, Stoke had won the last two games. They beat Sheffield United 1-0 and they beat Millward 2-0. Um, also, Stoke have, they won the last two meetings of the, against West Brom and they've both been 1-0. So, who's uh, backing Albion at 9-10 in this game? Yeah. Well, no, they're, playing, they're playing tonight. I'm not sure what the score is tonight. They've got Bournemouth at home tonight. But, you know, I think this is going to be like one of the Worst, they're football they're, range. Two nil, they're two nil up against
2: oh, there you go. brilliant yeah, well, Of course, that was on. on it doesn't matter, right? This pick was done before then, but yeah, that the yeah. Uh, they were they were two nil up with it for ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah,
0: I just think it's gonna it's gonna be one of the worst games of football you'll ever likely to see. And I just think when you can get Stoke and unders at seven to one, it's ridiculous. And when Albion are nine to ten, yeah.
1: Yeah, because if Stoker are going to win, it's going to be under, isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah. You're telling me this is
2: the same likelihood as Snow Leopard S winning the national. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in exactly. for this. That's it. It's, it's just, it's the same odds. Um, I, I, I I can't see anything wrong with that pick, really. I mean, no. it, it, coming in with a 7-to-1, you're trying to average your 3-to-1 between your yeah. two weeks when you're on. <laughs> <that bit. laughs>
1: it certainly boosts the cumulative outsider odds. So the outsider travels 63.8-to-1, oh. which is enormous. <laughs> Result. Um, I'll be backing that as a as a tricky. No, I'll be backing that as a tricky so that uh, if two of the three come in, then we get some returns. But huge pick, Dave.
0: I mean Stoke, Stoke are three to one on their own just to win the game. So you
2: mean, know what's going to happen. Like if I, in fact, three Stoke. I, yeah, yeah, that was it. So <laughs> I'll, I'll probably take Stoke in the mega, but certainly for the the outsider. I mean, if you fancy that we win, then that's final. I like it. Coming to a 7-1 pick, great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> On to the final bit of business for this week, and that is the charity travel. £10 of our own money um, and the winnings, should there be any. Uh, go. Oh, well, the returns, actually, because we include the stake. We're nice, guys. Uh, any returns at all, go to charity, and hopefully we can uh, get another one in after massive success last week. So, my charity pick, for this week is in Japan again uh, is Hiroshima versus Avispa Fukuoka and I'm going to take under 2.5 total goals odds of 7 to 11 um, Fukuoka do not score and they do not concede like they, they basically do neither of those things they have 7 points from 7 matches so far this season they've only scored 4 goals and they've only conceded 5 across those 7 games They make games tight, they shut up shop, um, and they try to, basically, their game plan is, if it's drawing near the end, we can push on and get a win. If we're only 1-0 down when it comes to the last 10 minutes, we can try and rescue a point. Um, So they, they keep the goal line really low. Hiroshima have nine points from seven games. They've only scored six goals. They've only conceded six goals. So this is a great spot to be on the unders market. And I'm going to take that 7 to
2: 11. Um, I'm moving to Germany for my pick. Uh, my charity pick is Leverkusen away at VFL Bochum. Uh, this again will probably be the last pick of the weekend. It's a Sunday game. Um, Leverkusen are, are doing a lot better than than they were certainly at the start of the season they started the season awfully um, they're in third place now uh, just ahead of RB Leipzig uh, behind Dortmund by six points and behind uh, Bayern are 66 points they're winning that league VFL Bochum are not really playing for anything anymore they're 10 points ahead of the, the relegation zone and they're 10 points away from being in the kind of promotion chance places um, it, uh, it's just not promotion chance the European slots and um, I really like Leverkusen here. Uh, Their last two games, they have beat uh, Wolfsburg and Hertha. Um, They lost to Atalanta when they played recently, but um, they beat teams of similar calibre in Bielefeld. Uh, They drew with Bayern as well uh, recently. Uh, Bochum have beaten Hoffenheim, but they lost to Borussia Mönchengladbach. Who, uh, for all intents and purposes, play almost exactly the same as this. So, uh, yeah, I, I I like Leverkusen here away from home uh, at four to five. What are you chuckling at, Andy?
1: Your pronunciation of Borussia Mönchengladbach as if like you'd taken out every third letter.
2: Is it too many vowels in there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Dave, who do you have for the 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 final pick of the week?
0: Uh, so I'm going to try something I went with last week and I'm going abroad again. So uh, I'm in La Liga 2 on uh, Sunday night, at, well, Sunday mid-afternoon at 5.15. It's uh, Ibiza against Ebar and uh, I like Ebar at 3-2. So Ebar, uh, top of the league on 67 points. for for sitting 13th on 44 points. uh, uh Ebar's form not been amazing lately. They're, they're sitting 10th at the moment in the form table, took eight points from the last five. But I'd for the 22nd in the form table. They've only took three points from the last five. And Ebar also third in the away form table, they've took 27 points from 17. I'd 18th in the home table, only 23 points from 17. So also, I'd be for not winning the last five games. Uh, three draws and two losses, and Ibar have only lost once in the last 13 games, winning eight, drawing four. Uh, There's only been one meeting between these two sides, and that was earlier in the season, which Ibar won 3-1. So I think they're uh, looking to go go back back up to uh, La Liga from La Liga 2, so I mean, that will be fine.
2: Ibar have you've omitted one thing, which is Ibar have got Fernando Llorente as well, <laughs> um, who I'm just surprised is still playing football. To be honest, <laughs> um, he he was loaned back from Udinese over to there, um, but yeah, he uh, yeah he he's he's been scoring uh, for yeah. them of recent as well, and yeah, I, I think it's a, a good a good pick in there, Dave, and I hope it rounds off our charity treble very well. Yeah,
0: I think, uh I, I think Ibar is the team that. Every neutral wants to get into Europe so you can draw them in a European yeah, game. Yeah, European that's it. for
2: When is it? July, it's the first round. Uh, I, yeah, I, I'm going to go for two weeks, really soak up the culture. Um, but yeah, so Andy, what did, what did they come out at? As the-
1: yeah, <clears throat> so 6am uh, on, on Sunday morning, Hiroshima versus Avispa Fukuoka, under two and a half goals. Bayer Leverkusen to win Ibar to win £10 on that will return £74.25 which would be a nice addition to charity
2: I believe it's yeah. me this week it is indeed it is through no after, fault
1: of my own i after a victori- winning pick after a victorious week that's what that's what happens shuffles across uh, so hopefully um, Gordon you will have some money to donate to charity at the end of the weekend <laughs> that was the show um do join us on our social media channels um we, we have a, a lovely website we have an excellent facebook group so search trample bet podcast on facebook come and be a member of the community and you'll see uh, our listeners talking back and forth about the picks that they've got for this weekend across a myriad of different sports um and you also you'll you'll see us there um joining in that conversation also patreon to mention again www.patreon.com forward slash trample bet uh, sign up to be a member of the Trample Bet Club. It really helps us out, guys, um, and we really appreciate all everyone that signed up to the Patreon. And you get a whole host back, so this podcast is video format, uh, early release of it, the middle section, the cheat sheets, so all the picks written down, and all the extra content shows as well. Gordo, Dave, thank you so much. It's been another good week. Hopefully, we are recapping a wonderful week this time next week.
2: look forward to it.
1: Have a lovely weekend, guys. Thanks for listening. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trample Bet podcast is produced by Andy Bond, Gordon McLarnan and Gary Black. Part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sport-social.co.uk. Sports
3: Social Podcast Network.